90.9 The Bridge. The Bridge. I love that intro so much, Chris Aguirian. Welcome. This is the 8160 on the bridge. 60 minutes of music from the 816 surrounding area codes. Can I just tell you how much I love Sarah's Katie Gian, man? I'm wearing <laughs> she sounds a, like a kid. She sounds I like know. a little kid. I'm wearing a Katie Gian t-shirt. That was so great. Um, hello, Welcome. everyone. Welcome to July. Uh, if you're a longtime listener to this show, uh, the past two Julys, we've had sort of a theme. Uh, two Julys ago, we did podcasters and bloggers. Last July was four of our best, five of our best shows I think we've ever done. We had promoters in all month. Uh, Frank and uh, Jackie Becker, Frank from Knuckleheads and Jackie Becker from 11. that month was amazing. Mike Ducharme from AG, who moved on to Nashville. Um, Pat Fielder from Mammoth. And then we had one more. Brett Mosman from yeah. uh, Pipeline. And if you honestly, that is definitely one. If you haven't checked out like the um, archive podcasts, every single one of those. If you want to know what goes on behind the scenes, the yep. things that happen to make shows happen. Who's still on their bucket lists. Yeah, and I was, it was special phenomenal. Moments. Oh, man, it was beyond awesome. But to get to this year. Yeah. This also year be awesome. in July will also be awesome. Uh, we're, we're teaming up with our friend and uh, blogger and writer from here at the station, Michelle Bacon. Uh, longtime Kansas City uh, musician and uh, music aficionado and conductor of cool. Uh, say hi, I Michelle. Like that. Hi. Um, <laughs> she's joining us to talk about her, her new series that she's doing in four parts on the Bridges website. Tell us about the series, Michelle. So the series is called Turning the Tables, the KC edition. Um, it's based on a series on NPR music, which is called Turning the Tables. It started last summer. Um, it kicked off with a list of the 150 greatest albums made by women between 1964 and today. Why 64? Um, I don't Sort of arbitrary? Yeah, I guess so. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But um, it kind of was made to start a conversation on how women have historically been viewed in music and how they continue to be view- viewed. So we're kind of putting the Kansas City spin on it. No, I, I love this. and. Me and you, we've been friends for a long time, and we talk about this all the time. And, um, you know, we just wrapped up middle of the map. Two, three, three weeks ago, we had Boulevardia. And, um, and then different events that I do. I, it's very important to me to always have women represented at the festivals. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's not always easy because sometimes, right. you know, if you, if you ever wondered how a festival works like middle or Boulevardia, you send off that you want band A. And then that management sends back, well, band A's in the studio or they're in Europe. But here's band B through X. And then you sit there and you and you look to see what you might like. And those lists you get back are are so heavy dude. They're they're so yeah. heavy men. Mm-hmm. And um I remember during it was I think it was connected to KKFI's CMF. You did a speaking thing about women uh, in music, uh-huh. a women, women yeah, yeah. in music panel, 
and I had just gotten that day something for Boulevardia, and it had 30 acts on it, and only two of the 30 were women. Mm. And one of the women was, was sky high, way too much money. And then the other one we chased, but still didn't hear, hear back from. And I mean, it, it's a tough game. And um, I know at the beginning of uh, festival season, maybe April, May this year, several festivals have banded together and said they are by, what was it, you probably know, a few years from now, choosing for festival equality to have oh, yeah. equal billing across all fe- uh, a certain amount. I think it's like 40 festivals across the, mm-hmm. across the world to have equal representation of men and women, which is awesome. And then locally, I'm always so happy when there's a new young uh, talent out there that we find that is a woman. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's exciting to me because there there's a lot of men out there making music, and when different things come to the top, uh, that are women and that are, that, and that are that on top of that, when they're great, it's even better. Mm-hmm. And Lily Detay was a musician. She's 19. Um, I don't even know how I got that record. It was an EP, a four-song EP. And she played Boulevardia. I'd never met her. I still haven't ever met her. But she played. I saw one song, and it was great. <laughs> but, you know, she's 19. She currently goes to college and University of Iowa, I think. But when that stuff happens, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited you're doing the series. I'm excited you're going to be with us for four weeks. Yes. And uh, we're going to do this whole show on it and then probably half of the next three weeks on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's exciting. And so for this week, you wanted to do some um, some stuff from the past and then some current stuff. So I thought we'd stagger it a little bit in the first ones and do old and then new from the similar musicians. Cool. But what else, anything else you want to say about this? and talk about where they can read it uh um so thursday we're gonna kick it off with a poll um basically just asking people to send the list of influential female musicians female fronted bands from the kansas city area and it's not meant to be like a popularity contest it's going to turn into a comprehensive list and it's really kind of reflective of what that npr thing did to just show the historical contributions of women through right. KC Music. Right. Um, so we're going to kick off on Thursday with that, and you can visit bridge909.org to check that out. And then the week after that, we'll be doing um, kind of a then versus now thing. I spoke with a lot of women who have been playing music in Kansas City for the last 20 or 30 years, um, as well as a lot of newer up-and-coming artists and so we'll talk about that and then the week after that we're going to kind of go into gender disparity which was something that kind of kicked off the entire thing for me um i'm a musician i have a lot of female musician friends right so we've all heard a lot of weird off-color comments sure terrible stuff yeah and and not even terrible stuff you know i a lot of times it's somebody who is well-intentioned and trying to pay you a compliment but it's actually an insult, you know, like you play pretty, pretty good for a girl or something like that. So it's kind of digging into that whole thing to where yeah. it's like there is a sense of otherness that a lot of female musicians feel that isn't connected to something as severe as like assault. You know? Right. Um, so that's what that will be on July the 19th, I believe. And then the last week we'll be doing um just kind of uh, the results of the poll and making a Spotify playlist and some last conclusions. And we'll also be doing a showcase on Wednesday, July 25th. Cool. 
with the whole thing. Yeah. And again, the name of this series is Turning the Tables, Casey, and the extra voice you're hearing is Michelle Bacon, and she'll be here for a few weeks with us. Um, let's get closer to some music. Uh, we're going to kick off the show today with music from a band called The Good Foot, which doesn't exist anymore. However, several members from The Good Foot are now in a band called Hilux, mm-hmm. and Hilux is fronted by Julia Hill uh, with Tim Braun on guitar, uh, Danko, who's on bass, who's also in uh, The Grizzly Hand, and uh, Nick on keys and uh, on keys, and then on drums is Keen Byrne from The Elders. Mm-hmm. And uh, two years ago, they were Kansas City's newest supergroup, and now they're just super. Yeah. And uh, tomorrow, <laughs> if you don't have anything going on yet uh, for the 4th of July, they're playing at the K before the Royals game. They play at 6 o'clock, first pitch, 7.15, whole bunch of fireworks after the game. I can't, I'm, I'm sure it'll be an, a ridiculously cool show. Their regular Friday shows are ridiculous. Yeah. I can't imagine what they knock out on the 4th of July. Um, so that's all happening at the K tomorrow. But we're going to start with an old one from the Good Foot called The Bad Way. And then we're going to hear Dance With My Baby from Hilux after that. Here you go. I know I've got to make you mine 
That was music from Hilux. The song is called Dance With My Baby. If you like that, I don't know how you couldn't, right. you should check out on the Kansas City Stars Facebook page. Yesterday at noon, they were on a star session hosted by me uh, over at the Black Dolphin. Every Monday at noon, we have a different band play over there. And it's always fun because it's a cool room and there's a baby grand piano. And man, if you want to see musicians lose their mind, put a baby grand piano in front of them. <laughs> right. A tuned one, even. <laughs> and uh, everybody wants to play on it And these sessions have been really cool uh, We had Hilux last week The week before that we had Cha- uh, Chase Horseman This coming week we're going to have uh, Coming out of seemingly retirement Sons of Great Dane uh, Back making music again And they're actually also going to be on this show Next Tuesday uh, For part of our show Playing something live in studio If that's okay sir Yeah absolutely And um but yeah, Hilux is playing tomorrow at the K before the Royals game. They go on at 6 o'clock. Royals start at 7.15. And they're also playing the Turning the Table KC showcase at mm-hmm. Mills Records. Yep. yep. Tell us about it, Michelle. So it's on Wednesday, July 25th at Mills. Uh, starts around 6 p.m. We're going to do a panel um, of a few KC music women. 
Uh, we'll do that from like 6 to 6.30, and then Hilux will play, and then Katie Gein and the girls will play. Nice. It's a free showcase. Um, we would like for you to RSVP online because space is limited. So just visit bridge909.org, and we've got the event featured on nice. our website. And that voice, Michelle, she'll be hanging out with us for four Tuesdays now, joining us as a co-host as she presents her story, her piece, uh, kicks off the poll on Thursday called Turning the Tables KC. And it's about Kansas City women in music mm-hmm. and what that's like to be, uh, to be a woman in music in a typically male-dominated industry. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not just from the musician point of view. Uh, I spoke with a few business owners and promoters, production managers, um, because it really, you know, it's pervasive throughout the industry and probably in a lot of other industries as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Go ahead. Um, We jumped right into the show. It didn't really start off and recap anything. A couple things happened recently. (laughs) Just a couple. Uh, Yeah. Just a few. That's the truth. Last weekend was uh, Middle of the Map Festival. And Chris Aguirian is here. I'm here. He's alive. We're so happy. And uh, (laughs) it went really well. It was Friday and Saturday at the Crossroads, uh, KC behind Grinders, and also in nine other spaces uh, around uh, the Crossroads area, including Mills up in Westport. Um, I think in the end it was like 68 bands played, and just so many good stories have come out of it, and there's so many great photos everywhere. It's it's awesome that as as technology gets better, everyone's photos get better, and as you're like flipping through Instagram, it becomes so much more fun. It's not all dark and blurries uh, anymore. But um, it was it was such a great event. Uh, I hope you were down there and you caught uh, Grizzly Bear or Spoon or Social D or Built a Spill or any of the great Kansas City bands that played. I made a lap. I made it over to uh, Messenger to see a band over there, and the rooftop was awesome, uh, and it was so loud. And Record Bar was great, uh, as it always is. A very cool showcase happened at Temple Sounds which is a proper recording studio above old Czar Bar. And um, there were some special moments in that room, and it sounded like the last set, um, and I'm going to mess it up, but it was Miss uh, Miss Max and Butterfly, and uh, it sounded like it got very emotional in that room. Uh, Bill Brownlee uh, recapped it really well to me, but uh, his review of the event from Saturday, which came out on Sunday, uh, is really a, a great, a really great piece, and I, his quote was something how middle offered an embarrassment of riches of talent mm-hmm. of different types of acts That's great. Uh, on Saturday I think 54 bands played or something oh. uh, but it went very well thank you for coming out uh, if you're a musician and you're listening thank you for playing if you're a sponsor uh, and you're listening thank you for making this thing work uh, we have so many great friends from the Kansas City Royals to lead bank to Tito's handmade vodka to Boulevard, um, this station. Uh, so many good people helped make this thing go. Scene Merch, good friend RL over there. Uh, Roastery Coffee, uh, Messenger Coffee. Uh, even Res Downtown jumped on board. But uh, it, was a, it was a fun project as it always is and somehow it turned eight. Wow. Eight years old. Had I, I should remember these numbers, but it's 800 plus bands I think have played the festival now. Oh. Uh, it's something. And we're all here still, so it's good. You played, you put together part of the KKFI event, you and Bill Sundahl, at the um, Folly on mm-hmm. Saturday night. How did that go? Uh, it was great. I didn't really put anything together. Um, I put, a, well, I put a backing band together. So we had two backing bands for the evening. Um, 
we celebrated KKFI's 30th anniversary. It's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, it was a really cool event. So my band got to back a bunch of different performers. Like there were country artists, there were folk, Zydeco, just like pop, everything. Nice. Uh, and then Clint Ashlock backed another band of more like jazz musicians, and they did some like hip hop and cool. Yeah, Latin stuff. It was great. And you played middle too, right? I did. I played middle with Bell and the Vertigo Waves on Friday night at the Brick. I really liked that great. band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she sent me really time. nice thank you notes, which is nice. Cool. cool. Um, but as I was, I was outside the venue, and I heard you guys like roaring into like a, a Zeppelin cover. Yeah, Bill Brownlee actually wrote about that um, in his <laughs> review of the story too, yeah. which is cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but again, Michelle Bacon's joining us, hanging out as we spend the first four weeks of July talking about turning the tables, KC, and you can read more about that on the Bridges website. But let's play some more music. Uh, the Late Night Callers were a, a great band here in Kansas so City. So fantastic. Mm-hmm. I can still remember the night I saw them for the first time at Old Crosstown Station. Me and Tim Finn stood there and um, Michael Byers all like, what is this? How is this happening? And, uh, <laughs> where are they from? And it was this, this great music that it just didn't sound like anything mm-hmm. that we'd heard out of our community in old, in, ever. And it was dark and it was shoegazy and uh, it was perfect. And it, um, they played music for, I don't know, five or six years together. Mm-hmm. And then as it happens, you know, things change. And then uh, the band disbands and then everyone goes off and starts other projects. Uh, the lead singer, Julie, uh, started a new project and it's called Other Americans, which debuted a, a new music video. Was that today? No, it was last week. Was uh, they put an EP out last Friday. And I think the music video came with it. Did it? Mm-hmm. Um, they were the nightcap at middle. They were the final band to play. Yes, I was there. Right? It was great. <laughs> they played from one <laughs> thirty a.m. to 2.10 a.m., technically on, I guess, Sunday morning. Um, but the video is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it felt like a little baby episode of Gotham to me. That's the <laughs> one television show I'm watching right now. Oh, Kind nice. of uh, I this. binging what? it. But uh, it felt dark like that. Chris it was watch TV, man. I know, crazy. This is crazy. It was good. <laughs> it's like me watching TV. I know. <laughs> what is happening right now? So we're going to play back to back an old project that Julie used to front, and also in this project, Christoph Nemeth, who's in the Emmeline Twist, a great project, mm-hmm. uh, making music currently. And uh, then we're going to go from Late Night Callers into Other Americans. Uh, here's music from Late Night Callers. The song was called Tourniquets.
Music from the Other Americans. The song is called Make Me Afraid from an EP that came out recently. Also from a music video that just came out recently. Uh, that's really a well done video. Mm-hmm. I always love seeing proper stuff done uh, and put out there and had a good number of views too. Yeah, that's uh, Mitch Bryan and Todd Norris. Oh, They've done them? a bunch of really cool yeah. videos. It's a nice segue to coming up in a little bit here too. Mm-hmm. Um, other Americans featuring uh, Julie on lead vocals, and before that, music from the Late Night Callers, also featuring Julie on lead vocals from another project in the past. But uh, the trend here is women in Kansas City music. Uh, we're joined this month with uh, by Michelle Bacon of 90.9 The Bridge. She's our writer here. Um, she's doing a, a feature spinoff from NPR's version, Turning the Tables KC. As she mentioned earlier in the show, NPR did a top 150 albums of w- by women since mm-hmm. 1964. I can't wait to go home and read this list. Is it is it out and published and everything? Yeah, it's been out. It came out Don't last... Don't tell me. Don't tell me what's on it. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm going to read it and be surprised. <laughs> it came out last summer, but then they did oh. a reader's oh. poll earlier this year, like a few months ago. So there's two different lists of 150 okay. albums and there are there's some overlapping and then starting this thursday on the bridges website you'll you are asking people to submit names for a, a kansas city poll yeah influential female musicians female fronted bands you know stuff like that so and we will do a comprehensive list uh spotify playlist at the end of the month nice yeah sarah bradshaw what do you think the over under is on michelle bacon being in the top quarter percentile <laughs> of that list. Uh, I didn't ask you. <laughs> I said so. You should vote for other people too, though. But I think, yeah. You do a lot, and it's going to be, I'm excited to Can have you, you in here. you show up multiple times? I mean, I guess maybe with the multiple projects. That never does um, well. It's like when a person's in yeah. two movies during the Oscars, and yeah, I don't know. you end up competing against yourself, and yeah, it's like a Leo, a Leo problem. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. But, um, Sorry. <laughs> But thanks for joining us for four happen. weeks, Michelle. It's yeah. it, uh, obviously always great to have you around and have you joining us on the show here on the 8160 here on 90.9 The Bridge. Again, turning the tables, KC. Uh, up next, uh, two old projects by a woman's name who should be high on that list, Abigail Henderson. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, she had several projects over the years. We're going to hear music from The Gaslights and also music from Tiny Horse. But uh, Abby gave us a lot of things, and one of the lasting things, I guess, is her voice, for sure, mm-hmm. that lives on in her music. And then two is Midwest Music Foundation. Yeah. And uh, sh- because of her, Midwest Music Foundation exists and gives grants to musicians who need emergency medical health care all the time. Uh, they do fundraisers constantly, Apocalypse Meow, uh, and different fundraisers all through the year as well. And if you're listening and you're moved by what we're talking about and you love musicians and you think healthcare is important, uh, you can go to Midwest Music Foundation's website and you can throw some money in the hat and it'll go a long way. But um, do you want to talk about Abby? Um, you know, Abby, I, I would argue that Abby is maybe the biggest influence in Kansas City music, male or female, uh, for me at least, over the last several years um for you know, me I, too yeah mm. i mean I, I really only got into the scene like playing music over the last like i don't know six to eight years um and meeting abby was really it was it kind of helped propel me to do more because i i'm a staff member at midwest music F- foundation as well um and just you know she had such a great spirit 
very positive spirit um, in the face of everything she was dealing with. Yeah. And, and she, she made away, beautiful music. She passed away five years ago this August. Mm-hmm. And uh, just an amazing musician with a ridiculous voice, just daggers. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, let's hear some of that. Here's music from The Gaslights. The song is called Silver Ring. And then the song after that is by Tiny Horse, One Small Horse. Uh, the song called Ride, which has just an unbelievable music video filmed by Mitch and Todd. Yeah. Mitch and Todd. Uh, but here's music and the voice of Abby Henderson. <laughs>
The Bridge is supported in part by the following messages. This July, visit bridge909.org for Turning the Tables, KC edition. Our own bridge writer and musician, Michelle Bacon, highlights the contributions of Kansas City women in music and captures their experiences in the male-dominated industry. This multi-part series recognizes women in our music history while beginning a new conversation about moving forward, all right here in Kansas City. Find Turning the Tables KC Edition on bridge909.org in July. Monday, July 9th at the Uptown, Mammoth presents Bela Fleck and the Flecktones. 
tickets for Bela Fleck and the Flecktones are available through Ticketmaster.com, 800-745-3000. Bela Fleck and the Flecktones, July 9th at the Uptown, in support of the bridge. Before the break there, we heard music from Tiny Horse, one small horse. The song's called Ride. <laughs> and uh, me- the music before that was from the Gaslights, two projects fronted by uh, Abigail Henderson. And we've been joined this week by Michelle Bacon as she's kicking off a series of uh, stories starting on Thursday called Turning the Tables KC, based off of NPR's uh, story about women in music. Say something, Michelle. Hi. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the series kicks off this Thursday with a poll, and if you would like to participate, please visit bridge909.org, and then the next two weeks after that, we'll have some stories, and um, I spoke with a lot of different women in KC Music. I'm looking team. forward to this. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And uh, again, the music from there was Abigail Henderson, which will be high on my list uh, of submitting yeah. people mm-hmm. and probably high on uh, Michelle's as well and uh, anyone who ever knew her. Um, what else should we talk about? This The polls on Thursday, then the articles will come following that. Yeah, and then, then each week we're going to do this for four weeks, mm-hmm. focus on women in Kansas City music. And uh, next week I'm going to dig through the vault a little bit and try and dig up yeah. some old acts. Uh, you've asked me to do something that's so hard for me to do. <laughs> That's to play music from Frog Pond. Oh, yeah. I know you can't stand yeah. Frog Pond. Um, and Heidi has a new project. Yeah. yeah she sent that. me I've that music. To that album. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of uh, co-pilot in it, not not front. But uh, we should play that maybe next week, that too. Would be cool. Old and new together. Yeah. And uh, we're going to do this for four weeks, talk about women in music here in Kansas City. And I'm really looking forward to it. Thanks for uh, volunteering. You didn't really volunteer. I kind of roped you. Like, hey, you want to yeah, be on the well, show for four weeks? Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Um, honesty, it's good. Yeah. Up next, some music from a project that you've played with a few times. Heidi Lane Gluck. Mm -hmm. She played at Boulevardia a few weeks back uh, from Lawrence, Kansas, but from Canada before that. And uh, me and Sarah, every year Heidi puts anything out, it's on our top whatever lists. She's Uh, such a phenomenal musician. Yeah, Yeah. she's she's great around. Yeah. Yeah. She should also be on your poll when you're submitting names or Absolutely. however this poll works on Thursday for Michelle's piece called Turning the Tables KC. Here's music from Heidi Link Luke. The song is called The Only Girl in the Room. I'm always her the only girl Drink and twirl and smile and croon I pretend not to notice And I hardly ever do The corpse of that dream Was buried with you up my makeup for any of you Wake up singing songs in the sun I'm all alone and with everyone I'm always her the only girl in the room 
Heidi Ling Luke, a song with a poignant title that reflects well what we're trying to do this month here on this show with our good friend Michelle Bacon joining us. She's put together a series called Turning the Tables KC, and it's all about women in Kansas City music as far as musicians, as promoters, as venue owners, uh, people that work in the music community, and how, how the experience is as a woman in a male-dominated industry. Yep. And that's a nice title, The Only Girl in the Room, mm-hmm. for the segment. Um, Michelle's going to be here all month with us talking about this stuff, and I'm excited. Thanks for coming in. Um, We are going to end the show with a song from Jessica Page, who is playing tomorrow as part of Riverfest down by the river. Uh, Her, as well as Enrique Chi of Making Movies, Street Level Uprising, Run With It, Wonder Fuzz, um, another big cover band I can't think of the name of, and then I think some army band might be playing as well. But there's a whole bunch of food trucks, like every food truck I've ever heard of, a bunch of inflatables, and all sorts of crazy fireworks going on. And it's very cheap. Uh, we can't say prices, but it's a fun way to spend the 4th of July if you're looking to get out there. Also, as we played earlier in the set, uh, Hilux is at the K tomorrow night. If it's Ink Student Night, if you have a valid student ID, it's ridiculously cheap to go to a baseball game and see a free concert and see amazing fireworks. But uh, again, we're going to hear music called, uh, the song is called On the Floor from Jessica Page, and she's been working on some new stuff, and we played some new stuff a couple weeks ago, but I like this song. Anything, any parting words from you, Michelle Bacon? Um, just check bridge909.org starting this Thursday and every Thursday this July. It's exciting. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for Thanks. listening, everybody. Always good to hang out with you, Michelle Bacon. Yeah. Always. See you next week, buddies. Here's music from Jessica Page, On the Floor. <laughs> Laying on the ground, watching the ceiling fan spin round And all I feel is written across my face I'm listening to the sound of the clock hands Ticking round to the beat of this song, my fate But I never knew all the things that we could do And you never said anything that was in your
at home too little, always a bit too late. So what's a girl to do when everything's so damned confused? The last thing you want is to feel any. 